Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. Acid indigestion, that's the time for Tums. Always keep them handy, always carry Tums. No water, glass, or spoon. Take a morning, night, or noon. Buy some Tums. Try some Tums. Tums. Yes, when acid indigestion strikes, that's the time for Tums. Nothing else is so handy to have around when some favorite food or too much eating and smoking makes your stomach act up. Because Tums start to neutralize excess stomach acid immediately. Bring on-the-spot relief in record fast time. There's no waiting for water, glasses, or spoon. Just pop a couple of Tums in your mouth the next time you suffer from acid indigestion, heartburn, or sour stomach. See how quickly relief comes. Suffering from heartburn. Spend a dime for Tums. Get on-the-spot relief with T-U-M-S Tums. It's late afternoon at 79 Wispel Vista when from out in the kitchen comes a familiar cry. Grocery man! Leave him in the kitchen, old timer. I did, Johnny. Where's daughter? She's upstairs. What's this grocery man routine? Aren't you the grocery boy anymore? Nope. Huh? Uh, Johnny, I don't feel like a boy today. Terrible thing happened to me today. Hmm. Lady got up and give me your seat on a streetcar. Well, is that bad? Of all the insulting lollygagging, as if I was too old to stand on my own two feet, and hers, too, going around curves. <laughs> I'll show folks. As the doctor says when he examined the child who chewed up the weekly picture magazine, there's life in this kid yet. Well, personally, if somebody offers me their seat on a streetcar, I... I want to forget all about it. Let's change the subject. Uh, can I use your phone? Sure, go ahead. It's right in there. Thank you. This is my last delivery for today. Well, there's a phone book on the table. Sir. Don't need it, Johnny. Thanks. Sure been a hot one today. Don't know why people order such heavy groceries on a hot day. Hello, Weather Bureau. Hello. I uh, just wanted to know how high did the temperature go today? It reached a high of 91. 91. Is that you phoning, McGee? No, it's me, daughter. 91 today. Yes, the highest ever recorded for this date. Set a record. Well, it's nothing I'm going out and celebrate. It's just another day for me. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Oldtimer. I thought McGee was in here. He's in the kitchen, daughter. Yeah, like I say, I can't do nothing about it anyhow. Might as well take a look at McGee, where are you? Oh, there you are. Yeah, here's the groceries the old-timer delivered. I know. See, listen. Huh? I just heard him talking on the phone. Do you know that today's his 91st birthday? Huh? No, I didn't know. I just heard him tell somebody. Said he's 91 today. 91? And he isn't even going to celebrate. Just another day, he said. Boy, if I ever get to be 91, I won't celebrate either. Look, let's do something for him. Take him out to dinner. Maybe a show. 
After all, when a man gets to be 91, that's quite... I wouldn't mention that to him if I were you. He's pretty sensitive. He came in here storming because some woman got up and gave him her seat on the streetcar today. (laughs) (laughs) He thinks he's still 21 or something, and he... Here he comes. Thanks for the use of the bell. Telephone, kids. I better move you on home now. Oh, sit down, sit down. Don't rush away. Stick around a while. Yes. As a matter of fact, we'd like to have you stay for dinner tonight. Uh, How was that again? Sounded like you said... Or better still, why don't we all three go out for a restaurant meal? What do you say? Oh, now, I ain't got much money, Johnny. You don't have If this to... is one of them deals of yours like at Walt's Mall Shop, where you say, I'll flip a coin, lose a pays, I'll take heads, and then you flip that two-headed half-dollar of yours, <laughs> I think I'd better go now, now, Mr. Oldtimer, we want you to be our guest, and we'll pay for everything. Sure. Well, gee, now, kids, I, I, I don't know what to say. It ain't every day you kids invite me out to dinner. In fact, it ain't any day. <laughs> All the years I've known Johnny here, it's the first time. What's the occasion? Well, uh, shall we say a certain somebody has reached a certain age? No, 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 Molly. Just, just leave it right there. Well, how about it, old-timer? You, you really mean it, kids? You want me to go with you? Why, of course. It wouldn't be a party without you. Gee, uh, well, you're both so sweet and unselfish. If I wasn't the strong, silent type of man, I... Uh, I'd probably puddle up and get plumb overcome with emotion. I, excuse me, must be my hay fever. <clears throat> well, come on, I'm starving. What are we waiting for? There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. There are many ways in which we can be courteous when driving. Ways that will not only demand respect, but also will help avoid costly accidents on the road. For example, we can share the road by driving in the proper lane. Nine out of 100 drivers in fatal traffic accidents ignore this rule. We can allow ample clearance when passing. Three out of 100 drivers in fatal traffic accidents ignore this rule. We can yield the right of way to other drivers and pedestrians. Seven out of 100 drivers in fatal traffic accidents ignore this rule. We can drive within safe speeds. 28 out of 100 drivers in fatal accidents ignore this rule. We can also give proper signals for turns and stops, dim our headlights when meeting or overtaking others, and we can respect all traffic laws and regulations. Yes, make courtesy your code of the road. Traffic safety surveys show that courtesy and common sense when you're at the wheel of your car pay big dividends in reducing accidents and in saving lives. Well, now, everything satisfactory here? Anything else you'd like, sir? Not me. What about you two? Couldn't eat another bite. I'm stuffed like a Christmas goose, kids. Just give me the bad news, Gar Song, and break it to me gently. Yes, sir. Uh, here you are, sir. Three seventy-five. Three seventy-five, uh, uh, eh? Okay. Here's four bucks, bud. Keep the change. A 25-cent tip? Yeah. Oh, thank you, sir. You've made me very happy. Is that sarcasm, waiter? Because... Oh, oh, no, not at all, ma'am. I mean it. You see, I bet the captain over there that your husband wouldn't tip more than 30 cents, and I've just won $5. Oh, Pierre, you owe me a bit. Here's a tip. Two bits. Oh, smart, Alec. My rights ought to make him split his winnings with me, because... <laughs> well, come on. Let's go find ourselves a good movie, huh? Oh, that's fine with me, McGee. Yeah. Sure, we're fine dinner, kids. You're mighty nice. Well, to... well, well, hello there, Molly. 
please. Dr. Gamble. Gee. Hi, old-timer. Hi, Doc. Hi, Doc. What are you three doing downtown? We're just having a small celebration, Doctor. Somebody's having a birthday. Well, congratulations, whoever. Mm-hmm. Going to a movie now, Doc. Want to join us? Yes, come along with us, Doctor. Oh, thanks, kids, but I can't. I got a date tonight. Is that so? Who is, Doc? Anybody I know? I doubt it, old-timer. I'm taking Miss Cuddleson from the house. Cuddleson? Not Boopsy Cuddleson? Kind of a skittish blonde that keeps getting her knuckles wound up in the mangle at the laundry? <laughs> no, this Miss Cuddleson is the head nurse at the hospital, and she's a very attractive, very dignified... Sure it ain't the same girl. Boopsy works the night shift at the laundry alongside of my girlfriend, Bessie. Might work days at the hospital, I'll ask her. No, 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 believe me, it is not the same Miss Cuddleson. <laughs> You'll have to bring the young lady over to see us sometime, Doctor. We'd like to meet her. Yeah, we can entertain her with a lot of interesting anecdotes about you, Dockey, old boy. Bring her over. We'll show her a hilarious time. I can tell her all about you and on that time. Oh, that's very nice of you, Sonny, but I'm a modest man. I'd be embarrassed standing up there in front of the television cameras, taking all that applause while the mayor handed me the key to the city and the band played... What are you talking about, Doctor? Yeah, what goes on? We just asked you to bring your girl over some evening and... Well, you can see what had happened, Molly. Little Blabber here would start dreaming up embarrassing stories about me to tell Miss Cuddleson. I'd warn him a couple of times, which would only make him worse, and I'd undoubtedly wind up strangling him with my bare hands. Oh, dear. Naturally, that would earn the undying gratitude of the entire city. They'd be dancing in the streets, the mayor would throw a banquet in my honor, and I'd be embarrassed standing there in front of the television cameras. Oh, cut it out, cut it out, you (laughs) big fake. Come on, Molly, we'll be late for the movie. I gotta run along anyhow. Miss Cuddleson's expecting me. So long, kids. Goodbye. So long. so long, Doc. Give my regards to Boopsy. Uh, what movie are we going to see, kids? I'll treat. No, 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 you won't. This is my night to pay for everything. That ain't fair, Johnny. By rights, I ought to be the one paying. If you two Diamond Jim Brady's will permit me, this will be my treat. There are all kinds of good movies in town. Now, which well, one... if it was up to me, I'd go to see them Western pictures at the Empress. Two dandy Hoot Gibson films. Hoot Gibson? Aren't those silent pictures? You wouldn't even notice it, Johnny. Not with the cat calls and peanut shucking and popcorn chomping that goes on. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Okay. This Hoot Gibson is a new kind of cowboy. He can't play a guitar. Well, kids, it's just been a wonderful evening. Fine. Don't know how to thank you. Ain't had so much fun since the night Mama fell in the starch barrel and come home from the laundry stiff. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, forget it. I'll never forget it, son. Yeah. You kids been so wonderful to me. The fine food, the movie show, and this here necktie Johnny bought me at the Bon Ton. Well, we just wanted you to have a little present of some kind. It's just been wonderful. Why should you give me a present, Johnny, and stay the other way around? I just don't know. Well, that's simple. I gave it to you because it's your birthday today. <laughs> you got a little mixed up, son. It's your birthday today. My birthday? Whatever gave you that idea? Daughter here back in the kitchen said, and I quote, A certain somebody has reached a certain age. Yeah. Well, I knew it wasn't me because I celebrate my birthday on the first day of the year. <sighs> I was the original New Year's baby, kids. So it must be Johnny here. <laughs> but I heard you on the telephone telling somebody about being 91 today. No, no, I wasn't 91 today. The temperature was 91. What? Why, that's a heck of a thing to celebrate. Wait a minute. You thought I was 91 years old? Do I look 91? Why, I've never been so insulted in my life. 
Do I look like I was 91? Well, Do I act like 91? Well, I... Why, I'm just a kid. Yes, but... The baby in the family. I ain't been so insulted in all the 89 years of my life. Me, 91. We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. From across the seas, NBC brings you the very best of the English stage in a series called Theater Royal, and you can hear it every Wednesday night. You'll hear Sir Lawrence Olivier on tomorrow's Theater Royal production, and that means the very finest in dramatic entertainment. And, of course, there's laughter and quiz in the Wednesday night lineup, too. The laughter is supplied by Groucho Marx. And no more need be said because everybody knows how much fun Groucho's unexpected ad-libs are. It's a show called The Best of Groucho. And it's yours tomorrow night. The quiz is supplied by Bill Cullen's Walk a Mile. And it's a lively half hour that will keep you mentally exercised as well as entertained. So you can't go wrong when you play Walk a Mile. That's tomorrow and every Wednesday evening for Theater Royal, The Best of Groucho, and Walk a Mile. And now a reminder. Just three weeks from tonight, Lux Radio Theater returns to the air and you'll hear it on NBC. It's taught me a lesson, McGee, not to listen to other people's phone conversations and not to jump to conclusions. Yeah, some mix-up. You thought it was his age and it was just the temperature. <laughs> temperature 91. Boy, that's a hot one. <laughs> hey, don't you get it? The no, McGee. Oh, okay. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed. With Bill Thompson as the old-timer, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Jack Crucian as the waiter. Don't forget to hear Fibber and Molly on Sunday nights. Yes, Sundays through Thursdays, beginning this coming Sunday. We'll be back tomorrow, too, with the misadventures of Fibber, McGee, and Molly. This is John Wall saying good night. Get behind the headlines to the heart of the news on most NBC radio stations.